I slipped into my first metamorphosis so quietly that no one noticed. Metamorphoses were not supposed to begin that way. Most people begin with small, obvious physical changes. The loss of fingers and toes, for instance, or the budding of new fingers and toes of a different design. I wish my experience had been that normal, that safe. For several days, I changed without attracting attention. Early stages of metamorphosis didn't normally last for days without bringing on deep sleep, but mine did. My first changes were sensory, tastes, scents. All sensations suddenly became complex, confusing, yet unexpectedly seductive. I had to relearn everything. River water, for instance. When I swam in it, I noticed that it had two distinctive major flavors, hydrogen and oxygen, and many minor flavors. I could separate out and savor each one individually. In fact, I couldn't help separating them. But I learned them quickly and accepted them in their new complexity so that only occasional changes in minor flavors demanded my attention. Our river water at Lowe always came to us clouded with sediment. Rich, the Oankali called it. Muddy, the humans said, and filtered it or let the silt settle to the bottom before they drank it. Just water, we constructs said and shrugged. We had never known any other water. As quickly as I could, I learned again to understand and accept my sensory impressions of the people and things around me. The experience absorbed so much of my attention that I didn't understand how my family could fail to see that something unusual was happening to me. But beyond mentioning that I was daydreaming too much, even my parents missed the signs. They were, after all, the wrong signs. No one was expecting them, so no one noticed when they appeared. All five of my parents were old when I was born. They didn't look any older than my adult sisters and brothers, but they had helped with the founding of Lowe. They had grandchildren who were old. I don't think I had ever surprised them before. I wasn't sure I liked surprising them now. I didn't want to tell them. I especially didn't want to tell Tino, my human father. He was supposed to stay with me through my metamorphosis, since he was my same-sex human parent but I did not feel drawn to him as I should have. Nor did I feel drawn to Lilith, my birth mother. She was human too, and what was happening to me was definitely not a human thing. Strangely, I didn't want to go to my Oankali father, Dishan, either, and he was my logical choice after Tino. My Oankali mother, Ahajas, would have talked to one of my fathers for me. She had done that for two of my brothers who had been afraid of metamorphosis. Afraid they would change too much, lose all signs of their humanity. That could happen to me, though I had never worried about it. Ahajus would have talked to me and for me, no matter what my problem was. Of all my parents, she was the easiest to talk to. I would have gone to her if the thought of doing so had been more appealing, or if I had understood why it was so unappealing. What was wrong with me? I wasn't shy or afraid, but when I thought of going to her, I felt first drawn, then almost repelled. Finally, there was my Uloi parent, Nikanj. It would tell me to go to one of my same-sex parents, one of my fathers. What else could it say? I knew well enough that I was in metamorphosis, and that that was one of the few things Uloi parents could not help with. There were still some humans who insisted on seeing the Uloi as some kind of male-female combination, 
but the Uloi were no such thing. They were themselves, a different sex altogether.